Hello, and welcome to the Lost in Possession podcast. Now, I have a question for you. What would you say is the greatest thing to come out of Yorkshire? I'm sure I'd get a range of answers there. Some might say Yorkshire puddings. Some might say Plusnet broadband. Some might even say still. However, how many of you would actually say Erling Haaland? The Leeds-born Norwegian player is taking the Premier League by storm. In fact, he's been taking the world of football by storm for a good few years now. And he is the topic of discussion today. Roll the intro. Before we begin today's show, I do have a request, and it's a really nice, polite one. Could you kindly please like, share and subscribe? We'd really, really appreciate it. You have no idea how much that means to us and how far it will take us. So let's like, share, subscribe. I'll say it again, like, share, subscribe, and let's make Lost in Possession the best podcast in the world. Okay, we're being ambitious in the world. So speaking of things in the world, I, I am starting this, well, this whole conversation is today about Erling Haaland. As we know, he is dominating football and has done since he burst onto the scene, particularly at RB Salzburg a couple of years back. Now, we're going to discuss, could he become the greatest striker of all time, but also could he perhaps become the greatest player of all time? I know this is a topic that many are asking, particularly as Ronaldo and Messi are in the twilight years of their career and the likes of Haaland and potentially Mbappe are becoming the new faces of the, of the game. So I'm going to start and start and ask you this question first of all um are we confident that Erling Haaland can become the greatest striker of all time to do this I'm going to give you some stats now don't kill me um if these stats are inaccurate but they're as accurate as I can find them now Haaland is just 22 so I've got some comparisons to make but I'm going to start with his career overall to date so uh, Brian apologies if I've uh, absolutely butchered that in 16 games, he scored zero goals. However, he moved to Mould. In 43 games, this is all competitions, scored 17 goals. And one of those, in perhaps in 2018 season, 11 in 24. So that's where we really start to see development there. RB Salzburg, 29, 27 games, 29 goals. Borussia Dortmund, 89 games, 86 goals. And currently at Manchester City, all competitions, six games, nine goals. That brings Erling Haaland a total date, well, to date, a total of 181 games, 141 goals. Now, I'm sure you'll agree that is pretty scary. I have made some comparisons to other players of his age, but first, I want you to hear both your comments on those stats. Jamie, let's start with you as the City fan who gets to see Haaland play live pretty much week in, week out. Um, What do you think of those stats and where do you see Haaland going? Obviously, it's great to see that sort of you see players, I'll give Deli Ali as an example, has their sort of peak and then drops off. It seems Haaland's doing the other way around where he said, like, um, he said it was Brian, zero goals and 16. <laughs> Not a very good record, is it? But a lot so, was being spoken about him then, though. They said he was going to be the next big thing. Yeah, but obviously with the goals is what everyone's sort of going that's where he is. That's sort of where you've mentioned possibly the best striker. If he continues, could be of all time kind of scenario. But it's shown he's just continuously going up. And I think you've got to take credit into how they've managed his sort of career as well. Instead of, I think with the Dortmund move was the particular one, because I think United were after him. There was a few others. He could have just gone straight into a, a massive club 
and then he could have fallen down the ranks a bit like or thrown into the deep end maybe he's not quite ready sort of things like that where he's got Dortmund he's got the progression from Salzburg to Dortmund and now to Man City it is a step up can we see him being the best striker of all time I think it's way too early to stay like I'd love it to be I hope he stays at City throughout the rest of his career and goes on to be that but at the moment it's quite hard to quite hard to see like him being I think nostalgia does factor in this because my favourite ever striker is R9 and I I categorise him as the best striker of all time and I think it would be quite hard to actually see a different like to move him off his top spot but in terms of the way he is playing it's sort of it's quite surprising everyone sort of I think not everyone tried to write him off but quite a lot of people tried to write him off saying he's going to come over it's going to be Bundesliga tax and he's going to end up like Jordan seen Werner Havertz just not scoring the goals you expect um, obviously Werner's gone back and continued scoring so that's <laughs> that does say quite a lot to that but um, I think you've got to look at well like his stats are so impressive obviously it's very early on but it's sort of some of them are quite shocking it's like he's already got the same amount of hat-tricks Hazard, Mane and Son like the Hazard one he's not made a massive goal scorer but Mane was banging him in for Liverpool and Son's been doing it he won the golden boot last year it's just very surprising like it's something that's sort of quite shocked me now, how long? How long he's, or how long Mane, Son, and Hazard were playing in the Premier League as well? Yeah, I think those yeah. three though are not. They're not centre yeah. forwards, are they? So that's slightly different. But either way, but Son really and impressive. Mane were scoring goals of a striker standard, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, stats wise, though. Yeah. So that's where you'd expect sort of some hat tricks. Yeah, I think before I move into you, Jordan, I think a lot of people as well will go, well, it shouldn't be hard to score goals at Salzburg and Mould, etc. But don't forget as well at Salzburg, he scored them goals in the Champions League. You know, he got goals against Liverpool even, you know, when Liverpool were at their peak of football sort of excellence. So he's backed it up even at the toughest stage. And he doesn't just back it up with one goal. He, he, seems, to, he seems to whack them in. Um, but 141 goals and he's only 22 is, is pretty scary. Jordan, what are your thoughts on Hazard? Particularly in the aftermath uh, after of you know, these goals against Nottingham Forest. What do you think? You know, do you think he's got the potential to become the greatest striker? Yeah, def- definitely got the potential. Uh, you look at him, you know, physically he's built differently. He's got the pace, he's got the strength, he's got the finishing. He, he, you know, right now he ticks every box. Um, but yes, yeah, <laughs> obviously it's, it's very premature to say greatest of all time of, of anything. Um, I think he's got a record already, greatest striker in August maybe. We'll give him that title for now, but... You know, let, let's not get too carried away yet. Um, but for City, you know, th- th- there's no question it's an absolute dream start. Um, you know, we're, we're yet to see him in the Champions League for City. That'll be interesting because many have regarded him as the the missing piece of the puzzle. Um, yeah, if you're, if you're Haaland, if you're a doubter of Haaland, you know, there's no better start for him, really. To get a hat-trick in the Prem that early on is, is phenomenal. To get back-to-back hat-tricks is just silly. Um and he just, what's quite funny is we talk about stats and he, he 
the amount he has on the ball, his stats are actually sh- shambolic. But every time he touches the ball, it seems to be a goal. So it's just crazy. Um, and I remember, obviously, we, we joked about Lukaku. You know, he got slated for having eight touches in the whole game. Haaland does it, but Haaland scores. Like, so it, it's all about it's all about the narratives. And it, ultimately, if you're scoring goals on those very few touches, it doesn't matter because that, you know, so in that sense, he's like an old school proper poacher. Um, to play devil's advocate, um, he has, you know, he hasn't played a big team yet, let's be fair. The one big game he had was against Liverpool and he missed from six yards, you know. some Someone's got to say something bad about him. So, you know, he, he he's, you know, he scored against Forest and Palace, not the best defensive team. So I think it'll be interesting to see I'm sure he will, but can he do it in the big games against Liverpool, um, Chelsea, Champions League, so on? Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Um, but, but yeah, off to a flyer. You can't knock him. Everyone who's got him in fantasy is absolutely loving life. Um, yeah, can't can't argue so far. Good start. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think you're right there, Joe. What's scary about him is he doesn't even need to touch the ball. You know, he seems to just need one touch and it goes in the net if you look at someone like Gabriel Jesus he seems to be touch 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 you know before he can get a shot in you know so I think he's becoming he's becoming a bit of a freak of nature of the game really I think I mean I was a big fan of him even when he was at mould you know seeing him there and just seeing how literally he broke the mould you know of a footballer and he's he's going to be the next big thing where do you think he goes in terms of career progression Jamie do you think he's I know you want him to stay at City but he seems to have made the right choices in his development. He's going to the teams that are going to play to his strengths. Do you think that would be better off at City or do you think he will eventually go on to Real Madrid um, or Barcelona or Bayern Munich? Do you think that's something or do you think it's important that he stays at City for at least five years or so? Um, probably next. So obviously he's 22 now. So it's more, I think, next three, three to four years, he'll definitely be at City. That's how I see it. It's then after that is his choice. He goes, am I going to stay at City? Depending on what he's won. He may have, we may have won a Champions League by then. We may not. We might win the league titles. You don't know what's actually happened in that period. And I think the only move I see is Real Madrid. Unless, but I, 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 I've, we've said it before, I don't see Barcelona being able to afford him in the future. I know they're getting money out of absolutely nowhere now. But I feel like longer term, they're going to struggle. So that's where I don't see him going out. The, the only place I see is Real Madrid because I think he had the sort of comments about him going to Bayern when he was at Dortmund. And I think it got looked on quite badly, like from himself. He, he was just like, don't put me in that category kind of thing with numerous other players who have gone from Dortmund to Bayern and the whole German league to Bayern. But... So to progress, it depends. If he goes and wins us the Champions League and then year four, he's like, you know what, I'm going to leave. We can't really argue with it if he continues to sort of bang in goals like he has been. But at that stage, it might be we're we're then regarded sort of like, because we've got the Champions League, it's like we're the best team in the world. Why would you want to go anywhere else? It's kind of that argument. But then a different league to prove yourself is the sort of scenario. I don't know how you two see it, but that's kind of where I'd only see him go in is Real Madrid. Yeah, 
he seems he seems um he knows what he wants if that makes sense he seems to be progressing for himself he's not just i want out i want to do this he's doing what makes sense you know he he stayed at dortmund another year or so he knew what was best for him and of course i'll I'll make some comparisons in a minute but you mentioned for example og ronaldo you know he joined real madrid at i think it was 25 26 so they got him while he was at his peak what's scary is harland is nowhere near his peak yet but he looks like he could emulate that um jordan what are your thoughts you know for example, Haaland has a few injury problems. Do you think that might hamper it? Or, you know, yeah. do you honestly think he'll stay at City? Do you think he'll play at another Premier League club? You know, maybe even Newcastle if, if their ambitions are to what people believe? I At this stage, I don't see another Premier League team in the picture. Um, I do think he will probably stay at City, as I said, three, four years. Um, you know, it's no secret that he is being signed... To, to win the Champions League finally for City. But on, on a personal level to him, he'll want to win the Premier League. Um, I You're right, you know, at the age of 22, the world's his oyster. He could stay at City four or five years, win a, a league, two, three, who knows. Um, but I think, yeah, if in the next four to five years, he wins the league and Champions League at Man City, which is highly likely then I think he he will be regarded as a legend at City, even in a short space of time. He will feel like he's had a satisfactory time, more than satisfactory time at City, and therefore will have the freedom to be able to move on and maybe want to move on. Um, I, you know, based on some of our previous podcast episodes, I, I'm not sure if Barcelona will even be a, a club in five years. They'll probably be bankrupt. Um, so Real Madrid seems like the most logical option. You know, young kids growing up... You, I'm sure there's a picture of him wearing a Real Madrid shirt as well. He, he seems to have quite a few boyhood clubs that he supported conveniently. Um, shirt. Yeah, he I saw him in an Arsenal shirt. I'm sure he's, yeah, I'm sure he'll be in a Newcastle shirt soon as well. But no, um, Real Madrid seems a logical choice. I, I could also see, you know, let's say in five years' time, PSG haven't won the Champions League. He might then view that as a challenge. Like, I want to go there and change and do what Messi, Mbappe and Neymar couldn't. You know, he, we've seen he's, he's very egotistical. Luckily, unlike Lukaku, he backs it up. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, Real Madrid is logical. But the, sorry, to touch on your injury point, um, that is the only thing really <laughs> um, that at the minute feels like could stop him, you know, other, other than defenders and tactics. But a big injury, I, I don't know what, what injuries has he had in the past? I don't know too much about the, the injury side of his, his track history. Was there anything major in his past? I'm not sure. I think he seems to have issues with his thigh sometimes. I think Dortmund, he missed quite a few games because of that. Um, you know, maybe it's just because he's so big. He's, you know, it's going to happen. But it'd be interesting, yeah, to see if he can overcome them. City are obviously confident that they wouldn't have made the move. But also, if he misses... 10 games a season and he's still getting you 25 goals. It's not really not really detrimental, is it? But just looking at them injuries, majority just say muscular problems. And the most amount of games he's missed is seven. And that was over the Christmas, like coming up to the Christmas period. So there was more games. It was less days, but more games, if that makes sense. So it's it's something that happens and there's a few a few knee problems, but that's when you're I don't know how tall he is, six foot six, something like that. It's 
you do get them type of problems. So I do agree that is something that will factor in to sort of, because obviously with the Premier League, there's going to be a defender who's just going to absolute wallop him. And that's going to probably get him injured sort of thing. But it doesn't stop proper goal scorers scoring. If you look at Aguero for us, how many injuries he had. That's In my opinion, that's what stopped him getting more golden boots is because he was injured. His minutes per goals was phenomenal. And it'll be the same probably with Haaland if he continues. It won't be as good as probably nine in five every every five games, but it will still be, an, I think it'll still be up there with the top sort of players. I mean, it was quite interesting hearing um, Ashley Williams being asked, obviously the old Swansea defenders, like, What's what, how do you, how would you stop him if he played there? And he goes, I'd go with a red card tactic. Early doors, I'd just get sent off, and then I don't have to deal with him. And that's that's like obviously he's joking, but it's sort of you can tell now. There's the fear in defenders defenders for him. Um, obviously being hyped up, you're like, mm, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? And now he's started doing it. Everyone's like, oh, he actually is this real deal. And you've seen him push up like he's been up against so it was the Newcastle I think he was one on one in the Newcastle game and he had it was either Botman or Shah and he sort of kept up with the strength of them and they're no slouches let's be honest for defenders and he's managed to stay on his feet and pretty much compete compete with what he wanted to do so it's I think that's where defenders are going to actually be a bit worried and as you were saying about the less touches they're going to be worried so much about Haaland that they're going to forget, oh, De Bruyne has actually got the ball. And it's kind of like the Bournemouth goal that De Bruyne scored with outside of his boot is because the two defenders were like, where's Haaland, where's Haaland, where's Haaland? He's going to pass it, he's going to pass it, create that gap goal. So it sometimes touches aren't everything. But if you're not backing them up with goals, with sort of a few touches, you're going to get slated like Lukaku did. And also if you don't win, you're going to get slated more. So if in that Bournemouth game, if we don't win, Harlan gets the Lukaku treatment. He gets the Lukaku treatment, which is totally fair because if it's not going for you, you've got to do something. You can't just sit out of a game. Yeah, I think that's a really good point on on your tactics. I think you will now. Now he's just hit the ground running. They'll the 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 whole weekly defensive tactics now against City will be how do we deal with Harlan? And and all all the meantime, when you've got two men marking Harlan. Then you've got your Foden's and Mares is getting in behind in space. So I think either way for City, it's going to be a win-win. Um, yeah. And stats-wise, you know, you sign a striker and, and the minimum you expect is 20 goals a season. He's almost halfway there. So even if he did get some injuries, you, you can make the case that he's still going to tick that box and probably get 20. So yeah, in of um, another YouTuber, Rory Jennings, saying that he won't get 15 goals. I mean, obviously he's had he's come out and apologised, saying he was wrong, which is just great to see. He's not wrong <laughs> yet. <laughs> yes, true, true. Um, <laughs> he knows he's wrong. He'll be hoping for a big injury, I think. <laughs> what yeah. I think is scary is that he's actually bigger than most defenders these days. So yeah. they've got they've got that on their plate, which is a big thing. Um, I am going to give some stats. Okay, um, bear in mind that he's twenty two. Okay, I've pulled up some stats from other players who what they got when they were 22. Again, don't shoot me for this, but it's just just to give you an idea of what they got. So let's start with Cristiano Ronaldo. 
in by the time he was 22, in 303 appearances, he scored 102 goals. This is all competitions. Messi, 262 appearances, 140 goals. And original Ronaldo, 228 games, 194 goals. So bear in mind that Ronaldo, of course, was playing at PSV, maybe a, a weaker league. I don't know. That's going to be some stat to beat. And it looks like Haaland is on course to do that. You know, what, what's yes. Haaland now? Sorry. 181 games, 141 goals. Oh, that's, that's ridiculous, isn't it's, it? It's, can definitely, yeah, he can definitely be in that mix straight so, off the bat. So we have to say, like, he's on course to do it. You know, I don't see anyone else being on that level with him. The closest to him, especially in the future, is going to be Mbappe, but he's a different kind of player. So do we think he's going to beat that record? So what needs 50... 50 goals roughly in how many games is that then? 100? Um, 181 games. So he's he's about 40, 47 games behind and he's got to get the 40-odd. So he's probably got to average around two. I think, <laughs> yeah. But he likes to get hat-tricks every game in the Prems. <laughs> favourable games in league or something like that, he could get it. That might be a bit of a stretch, but that's not that's what should that obviously shouldn't be his concern if that makes sense because hmm. he wants to go he wants to go and win the biggest trophies and it, I think Pep said it in his sort of interview he's happy as long as we win like he he will he obviously him scoring helps us win but I feel like he'd rather like the Newcastle game he scored he'd rather we win though and he didn't score so I feel like that's a good mindset to have and that's the mindset he should have because that's what wins you sort of your individual trophies as well. The I feel like every striker, every striker every... says that. I, I, it's probably the biggest lie in football that they don't care about scoring if the team wins. Oh, no, no, they care about they care about scoring. They score. But, <laughs> yeah. But if you say you don't score and you win, you, you take it most of the time. Okay. Well, just as sort of we round off this one then um, before I ask you the simple yes or no but Jamie this one's aimed at you okay I know you've mentioned Sergio Aguero of course he's City's probably City's greatest ever player after Richard Dunn of course um, do you in Aguero's first season in the league he got 23 goals do you think Haaland is at least going to beat that or do you, and do you think he's actually going to beat Aguero's record of 260 in all comps so, to 20, well, 23 goals, all 23, comps, 23 league goals in his first season. League, okay. But overall, all competitions, he got 260 goals for Manchester City. Do you think he's going to beat the first one? And do you think he's going to beat the second one? Barring an injury, yes, I think he beats the first one of 23 goals. Um, the reason being is we're a much better team than we were when Aguero joined like it's it, it's quite a long way like we've come a long way since then so I do think as long as he doesn't get an injury but also the problem is Pep will rotate him like we're going to see it in fantasy <laughs> I know, I'm not looking forward to it for my team but we're going we're going to see he's going to be dropped 
he's going to be put to the bench because we've got a game midweek. It's going to happen. So that might be where he doesn't quite reach it. But at the moment, you've got nine in five. It looks like he will. I know we've got some tougher games, obviously playing the big six, of sort of five of the other big six. But there's no reason why he can't do it if he plays. If he played every game, I'd say 100% yes. But that's not that's not going to happen. I don't think he's even going to play on the weekend, to be perfectly honest. So that's how quick he's going to get dropped. <laughs> My captain, um, yeah. In terms of the 260 goals that Aguero got, it just depends on if he stays. If he stays, let's see, he stays for the next 10 years, then he then he probably will. But I do unfortunately believe he will go to Real Madrid in the future. So I, I'm going to say Aguero is still going to be our top goal scorer. Very confident. Jordan, just quickly, do you think he's going to beat it for Aguero? Uh, yes. It's, yeah, barring a big injury, it's hard to say no. And even, I make the point, and I'm looking forward to seeing it, you know, the, the Haaland versus Van Dijk battles in a, in a competitive game, you know, Haaland versus Thiago Silva. I, w- I want to see those, those games, but you'd still even back him to get a goal here and there in those big games regardless. So for me, yeah, 100% beats the, beats the Aguero the short term that is in the season long term completely agree it's hard without the context of knowing whether he's going to stay or not and it also depends on his personal motivations does he does he love man city enough to really want to be city's all-time goal scorer or does he want to win as many champions leagues as he possibly can or as many different top five leagues you just don't know so without knowing his motivations i, I think it's hard to say but if he stays you know <laughs> if he stays for life then obviously at 22, the world is worse, and he, and he probably will. Great, cool. Yeah, I think it's I think it's more than possible. But you're right; it depends on how he goes in the next five years. Um, so this is just going to be a simple yes or no to both of you. Uh, Jordan, I'll start with you. Will he become the greatest striker of all time? Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, at 22, sorry, go on. No, go on. No, go on. No, I was going to say yeah. At 22, what he's already done is is very impressive. He's got the Champions League. I know he's not won it, whatever, but he, he's shown in those big games already outside of City what he can do. He's got the physical presence. He seems to read the game well. His movement's phenomenal and he's got pace. So for me, he ticks every box as to why, you know, why he could become the greatest straight striker of all time. Will he become the greatest player of all time? No. No. I... I think the Pele's, Maradona's, Messi's, Ronaldo's of the world are, are just a level above. Obviously, it's hard to say because he's only 22. He doesn't strike me as the player who's got, you know, the the work rate of Ronaldo to look that good at 38 or Messi to be that consistent. And, and let's not forget, I'm pretty sure Messi had like four Ballon d'Ors before he was 26. So that would mean Haaland to, to be on that level would have to win four of the next... Ballon d'Ors for that, you know. So, you know, we, we've got to we've got to give credit to the legends of the game and not get carried away. But he he's he's he he could be in that conversation, yes. But I don't think he will be the greatest of all time. Jamie, same two questions for you. Um, no to both, actually. Um, 
the problem the problem with the strike like the player one I I think it's Messi I don't see him being he's not better than Messi technically he's not better than Messi he he would be a better goal scorer than Messi and that's saying something I think because Messi's goals are ridiculous but I I don't think he's a better player you can score as many goals as you want it doesn't mean you're a better player in my opinion um, but in terms of striker. Uh, I, it's a hard one. I think he's going to be in the conversation as long as he keeps going. But there's always there's always never a definitive answer on that question. Everyone's going to have their own opinion. But in my opinion, no, he won't get to that level. And I think I still think it would be R nine. I don't see anyone really beating him. But I feel like a question sort of to you two is: Does he win a Ballon d'Or? And if so, how many do you think he can win? He'll win. He'll win a Ballon d'Or. I have no doubt in my mind. Um, I think. I think he'll win a minimum of five. I think. I think. The big thing for Haaland is that the longer Ronaldo and Messi are playing the top level, the less the spotlight is on him. So he can keep playing and do his thing. Probably won't get the credit he deserves. It's all about when they eventually retire, where he's at. You know, will he become? Will it all be about Haaland, for example? And I think that remains to be seen. But I also think Messi and Ronaldo's contributions to the game as a whole be, will be more than what Haaland will. Because I think Haaland is solely about football, whereas I think the other two have done more in a different sense. Not like through media or branding, but their overall contributions to the game. Jordan, what about you? Ballon d'Or? Yeah, I was going to say four or five. Um, he's got the hype as well as the, the, the stats. You know, he's already becoming quickly. Everyone's talking about him. You know, we're doing a podcast on him after five games, so that that tells you everything you need to know. He's, he's got the he's got the social backing as well as as the stats. Um, I, I don't completely agree with your point around Messi and Ronaldo. You know, is Messi and Ronaldo going to win a Ballon d'Or this year? I don't think no, so. They're not, they're not close. They're, yeah, they're not. It's going to be your Haaland's, your Mbappe's, your well, Benzema. I'll, I'll, Benzema yeah, yeah, Benzema, Benzema. You know, Lewandowski, whatever. Um, and hopefully, in a few years, some of the the young English talents will get maybe up there in that conversation. But for now, yeah, it's, I think he'll probably he might, he might win it on this rate. The rate he's going, if City go and win Champions League and League, I mean, he's going to win it this year. Yeah. Jamie, do you think he'll get a Ballon d'Or? Yes, I think he'll get. A, I'm not going as many as you two. I'm I'm thinking more two, maybe three. I don't think it's as easy. It's You've got to win the Champions League, really. That's the way it is. So unless you go and win five Champions League, which isn't easy, apart from Real Madrid, you know, they can do it any time they want, really. But apart from that, five, I think, is very, a very big feat. I think two or three is more realistic. And I think both times he'll have to win the Champions League and probably be top goal scorer either in the league or the Champions League. Very interesting points. And that is about that today. Of course, do feel free to um, let us know your thoughts and if you think Haaland will become the greatest striker or player of all time. Or if you want to criticise me and call me an idiot for the stats being slightly wrong, it's completely up to you. However, I'm going to pass you over to Jordan to round us off. There you go. That That is the end of this episode. As always, like, comment and subscribe. You know the drill. Here we go.